Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. This is Sheffield Live. You are listening to The Squeak. Did I miss the start? Taking an alternative look at the week's news. I see you when I close my eyes. And chatting nonsense. Plus, finding the very best new local music. Gotta tell you, my love, it's easy. Sundays from 2 pm on Sheffield Live 93.2 FM. Or listen online or subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching for The Squeak. And tweet us on Twitter at The Squeak or like and comment at facebook.com slash The Squeak. Ladies and gentlemen, your hosts, Luke Crofts and James Hargreaves. Hello, welcome to The Squeak on Sunday, Sheffield Live. Yeah, hello, my name's Luke Crofts. I'm James Hargreaves. And Paul Sellers has just put us off the start of the show. But it's okay. To be fair, we put ourselves off the start of the show. (laughs) As we do every week. Yeah, we were all... To be fair, though, if you've been listening to Absolute Radio this week, there's just been a plethora of mistakes. So it happens on national radio. Yeah. Nobody listens to us, it doesn't matter. So you're basically admitting that you listen to Absolute Radio all week? Yeah. Only the breakfast show. All right. And then the show after that. Something wrong with Sheffield Uprising on Sheffield Live, is it? Or no, but I can't get it. I can't get it. Um, oh, you're travelling about. Yeah, right? I'm travelling about. So once you get past the, uh, as DJ Ski will tell you, the cross pool antenna, um, <laughs> you struggle to get hold of it. So yeah, yeah. DJ Ski, by the way, is here at three o'clock. Yes, it's almost like an Irish surname. <laughs> From three until five o'clock. Indeed, and he gave us some apple pie last he week. He did, and I have to say, before we before we go any further, that apple pie was absolutely marvellous. It was a lovely yeah. pie. Got cinnamon on it, and I'm not normally a big fan of cinnamon, but I really, really enjoyed the pie. Cinnamon on apple pie is the best. It's a must. Mm, if you like cinnamon. Yeah. But Have you ever had French toast with cinnamon? Well, no, because... As I as I've just said, not a big fan of cinnamon. You're not having it right. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I don't I don't eat loads of French toast, to be honest. No, no. Bit of eggy bread. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, in that case, yeah, yeah. yeah. But still, not very often. I, I can't be bothered. Toast, <laughs> toast is fine. Toast. Fair enough. <sighs> anyway, how's your week been? It's been good. I've I've had a really weird week. I've been doing lots of work, and then in right, between, it's very weird. Yeah, in between it all, I got uh, I got the uh, the stems, so the the stru- the little bits of music that make up Moby's latest single. So I did a remix of that. So we've got new music from new artist James Hargreaves. <laughs> well, have you got a stage name? It's the DJ One name. DJ One. Yeah, DJ yeah. One. Yeah. There you go. So, so, we've got- so yeah, it's been submitted for uh, for the actual remixes for Moby. 
Cool. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've um, I've written down all the music that we've got today. <laughs> and then lost it. <laughs> and then completely lost it. Wow. But, from memory, I know that we've got Polka Dodge. Yep. Let's see if you can do all these from memory. Okay. We've got Polka Dodge. We've got... I think we're a pop filter. <laughs> yeah, I am. Parachute. Perishing. <laughs> Keep going. Uh... No puddles. <laughs> a parachute's right, isn't it? I've got parachute right. right. Yeah, yeah. And um, we've got the DJ One remix of. Oh, you see, I found it. Ah, oh, brilliant! Perfect parachute picture. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect parachute picture. <laughs> Went far away, and then a bit of Otis Mensa later on. Yeah. So a bit of a varying show, to be honest. Yeah. Some, um, some Sheffield hip hop at the end. Yeah. Ready yeah. for DJ Ski coming in at three. Yeah. DJ Ski at three rhymes. You're a poet. You don't know, know it. There you go. <laughs> Please get in touch on the Twitter. Um, we are at the Squeak. That's our handle. Or facebook.com slash the Squeak. Let us know what you're um, what you're up to. Have you seen the scary clowns? Not personally, but it's, I've seen of it. They've actually... I mean, it's crazy. People have been basically dressing up as clowns mm. and scaring people. So much so that people have been calling the emergency services... And now that the police are warning that anybody caught doing it could now potentially be arrested. What for? What's illegal about it? Um, I don't know. There's absolutely... Unless I'm, you're doing guessing, something illegal doing it. I'm guessing like Dressing up as a clown and standing on a street is not illegal. I'm guessing it could be sort of like antisocial behaviour. How? If, if you're going to do that for someone dressing up as a clown, then you have to do it for somebody wearing jeans and a t-shirt or a hijab or whatever else. I, it's it's confounded me this or dumbfounded me because like it's people dressed as clowns. Yeah, it's a bit of a laugh that some people have been doing it at night and stuff like that. And and yeah, fair enough. In America, people have done it near schools and things like that to intimidate the kids. But do you, I mean? Do you find clowns scary? No, I don't. Not even after watching it. I've never watched that. Obviously. I didn't think you would have. <laughs> They're actually making uh, a new version, so you'll be able to watch a new one soon. All oh, right. Well, probably not watch that either. Um, but um, but yeah, no people people like that get, get frightened by clowns and that. It's it's really strange. I don't. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, I'm not saying it's wrong. I just I just don't get it. So the whole mm. scary clown thing. As a craze, it just baffles me completely. Me too. Don't get it. Have you got nothing better to do? I, I find it quite amusing that there's people stood around dressed as clowns. Well, they're, they're either. I can't can't do it. <laughs> I'm going to offend somebody. I'm going to you know, offend somebody. You know the worst thing about it is that real clowns are now losing work because of it. <laughs> Honestly, it was it was a big thing the other, the other day. Really? The paper, yeah. That real what? clowns have found that their bookings have gone down. And also, getting to and from places dressed as a clown is quite difficult when everybody's there trying to beat you up because you're dressed as a clown. That must be a real custard pie in the face. (laughs) (laughs) My my favourite one, though, was uh, a guy dressed as Batman that went to beat up a clown. So so we're going complete full circle now. We've got the comic book uh, heroes (laughs) taking down the clowns, you know, just like the Joker. Yeah. So, but so it's, it's almost like Only Fools and Horses, oh, sort yeah. of, you know, but rehashed. That scene on Only Fools and Horses, by the way, that fantastic. The, the Batman and Robin scene is one of probably two times I can remember where I've laughed so hard I've actually fell off the chair. 
Only Fools and Horses for me is just timeless. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love watching it. There's not many things that make me laugh on telly anymore, but I can watch no. that and it just takes me back to my youth and I love it. Hmm. My younger youth. Your, your younger youth. I'm going to say, you're, you're hardly... I'm going to say... You're hardly a pensioner. I like to think I'm still youthful. Yeah. Oh. M- well, maybe so, but you're quite old in yourself, aren't you? Yeah. In myself. <laughs> in myself. I was he's all right, but I was in himself. What does that mean? <laughs> I know what you mean. I, mean, I know what you mean. I, mean, I wonder you're, why. You're why older, people... older than your years suggest. Yeah. For yeah. instance, coming in today on in the car, you were playing Tom Jones. I think Tom Jones is is a, a fantastic artist, Sir Tom Jones. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were playing Tom Jones on the way in last week as well. We were. It seems to be a favourite of yours. I like Tom Jones. Off his uh, off his uh, 2008 or nine um, 24 hours album. Yeah. Faith just tweeted us in. I don't know why. I mean, I know why, but I don't understand the significance. Oh, it's only Fools and Horses. Yeah, throw him God. in the back. Yeah, the driver. that was uh, that was the beanie to Margate when um, the radio was giving off fumes and they thought he was drunk. Yeah, yeah just throw him in the back. The, the Jolly Boys outing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's I the one. That one, classic. Yeah, I do love a good comedy. Back onto the crazy clowns, c- killer clowns, scary clowns, whatever. <laughs> they're not killer clowns. They're not killer clowns. That they're, was something they're not that, even that crazy, to be honest. That was something that Paul Sellers texted me yesterday. That's why. <laughs> They're not killer clowns, they're just idiots. Um, what does, what sort of, does, have you got any phobias or things that scare you? Irrational fears, maybe? Um, probably my worst one would be heights, but I'm even not that bad with heights. I don't think that's irrational, though. That's that's fairly common, isn't it? Well, I mean, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't be afraid of the heights, you should be afraid of the falling. Well, yeah, falling to your, you know, <laughs> yeah. certain death. Um, death again. <laughs> We're just saying we've we've had somebody about killer clowns. We've had somebody a student in from Hallam just doing a bit of a um, a bit of a recce about community radio and how it works and the pitfalls and you know. And he said, "What do you tend to talk about?" And just tends to be death, doesn't it? Yeah, it always always comes back to death. You 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 initiated that one though with the falling. Yeah, I, I linked falling to I death. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I think it's you. Injury. I think it's you all the time. I, I, I can suggest something, and all of a sudden, you just come out with death. Yeah, well, you you sort of put me in the right direction. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but no, one of my mates is scared of buttons. 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 Yeah. The the things that fasten things. Mm, yeah. So when it comes to polo shirts, forget it. Or shirts. Yeah, it's just t-shirts. <laughs> There's so many questions. I know. I, I don't know. What, what does he wear? What about his jeans? Does his jeans not have a button on them? Does, um, he, does he have those little latch things that hooks over the other one? Maybe, maybe, probably zipping a latch. Maybe I don't know. I've never, uh, I've never really. I just remember we went out on a night out once, and um, I think we got football shirts on. So he said, "Oh, we're gonna have to get changed." So I went, "Right, I'll get you a t-shirt." And I got him a polo shirt, and he went, "Oh no, I can't have that. It's got buttons on it." Right. So that when I say irrational, that's irrational for me. Buttons. I, I don't I don't understand how you can go through life without any buttons whatsoever. Neither do I. Let us know if you've got any irrational fears. Carl, Carl uh, Maloney's wife does uh, haberdashery and stuff, doesn't she? So she does, and she, she's, she's she making some know. really good stuff at the moment. Yeah. I, I, bet, she, I bet she's uh, been able to substitute buttons for latches or zips or something. Uh, by the way, just had a tweet in from Carl Maloney. By the way, um, he's playing cards. Enjoy yourself. That's all I'll say to that. <laughs> <laughs> this is Polka Dodge uh, with Baseline. Just coming up to twelve minutes past two, to be extremely specific. You're listening to the Squeak on ninety-three point two FM.
Dodge with baseline yeah, and I sold out the uh, rocking chair last night. Oh, did they? Hulk Dodge, yeah. In the back. Did we see him at tramlines? No, not this year. Um, I saw him last year, but was it last year or the year before? It was the year before, I think. Don't know. Um, they're really good live. Pretty awesome band to go and see live. And every song is really catchy and poppy, and like you can get along with. Well, I like that one. I, I, I like the last one that we played as well. So, yeah. check them out. Indeed. Polka Dodge. Um, yeah, Irrational Fears. Let us know your Irrational Fears. Yeah, well, uh, DJ Ski actually texted me. Uh, oh, is he? Yeah. That takes me. Again, he, he was on about uh, we were on about the falling thing and he says, it's not the fall, it's a sudden stop that you should be scared of. That's pretty so, much what I said. Yeah. Death. Death, yeah. <sighs> Well, if you're listening, thanks, because Sheffield Wednesday are playing today. Um, currently 1-0 up against Huddersfield Town. Yeah. Are they top of the league, Huddersfield? Or uh, were they before the start of the game? I think they were, yeah. But, you know, Huddersfield, wow. People could be listening on the podcast, in yes. which case. That's yes. mightily irrelevant, but... Yeah. Are they still playing? Mm, yeah. All right. No. No, it's no, they're, not. no they're not. They won. 1-1-0. 1-1-0. Yeah. So so if you listen on the podcast it still makes one no difference. <laughs> You're still listening after the event. Yeah. Indeed. Ah, well, on to football and uh Sheffield related as well. Told Ched Evans has been found not guilty after a retrial. Oh, here we go. What? He has. He has been found not guilty. But um there's some uh, extreme views that you could have on this. 
Controversial. As, Controversial. Yeah, as, as we've seen online on Twitter and stuff. I've not seen much about it on Twitter, you know. Oh. I don't think I've been... You've been looking in the wrong places, mate. Just not, <laughs> yeah. Maybe just not looking. Yeah, it's, it is quite controversial. And, you know, all the women's campaigners and stuff are up in arms about it. Some people are saying it'll set back, you know, like... Um, Rape cases like thirty years and stuff. In some cases, people are saying, it's, "Yeah, it's a very interesting one because you, you got to you got to respect the word of the law, and you know, legal process has been applied, and fair enough, he's innocent on that basis." Well, it's it'll be interesting to see what happens now because he he could be entitled to compensation. Yeah, could be potentially. Not sound too much like a PPI advert there, um, <laughs> yeah. but he could be because he was out Mr. of the game. Compensator. Not, uh, do you know? I was out with my uh, just on a tangent completely. I was out on a on a day out in Manchester with my boss, and Mister Compensator was on the side of a bus in Manchester. Was he? Yeah. And I was like, "Why don't we play him anymore?" What does he look like? Just an advert. It just said Mister Compensator. All oh, right. So it wasn't actually Mister Compensator himself. No. They must yeah. be missing a trick there, then. What you thinking? They could go like Barry Scott esque and create a character. Yeah. yeah, yeah, with, with that deep voice that was on the advert. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, back to Chad Evans and. He's not guilty, right? He's absolutely not guilty. Fine, the law says that. Can, you, can, you, have a, can you have a re-retrial? Or does no, that not work? no, not not on this, not this way around. So that's it. Right. That's the end of the whole process. Um, so yeah, he's not guilty, but he is actually a horrible, represent, reprehensible human being, isn't he? When Allegedly. Look, <laughs> no, in my opinion, he not, is. Yeah, not the not the views of Sheffield Life. Yeah, just James Argyle. He is. Look at the things that he did. Like, look at the story. I'm not going to go through it, but look at the story of that that evening and what happened and what he did and the circumstances and everything that led to this. What a horrible, horrible man. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're not saying he's, like, glittered in gold, are you? No. Um, Yes. What gets me, though, is there's, like, people are saying it's, like, football rivalries and, you know, like, there's there's fans of his who will stick up for that behaviour and that just, that absolutely baffles me. Um, Yeah, I mean, you know, you look at it... the the trial aside, he's still cheating on his girlfriend. Isn't he? Yeah, and the which circumstances not, you know, in which he did it is oh, it's utterly utterly bizarre. Do you think um, Do you think there's a bigger issue in that um, Faith Shawness has tweeted as in she agrees? Can't read the full tweet, of course, with it being Faith. Um, <laughs> do you think there is definitely a case of um, footballers seeing themselves as above the law? Not necessarily above the law. I think there's a laddish culture that comes with football and they, they think it's acceptable to be that way in a lot of respects. Obviously not all footballers are even like that, but uh, there's obviously some kind of lad culture that was going on there. And, and that can be down to, like, that can also be levelled at things like bands and music and anybody in, in a position of, like, fame to some extent. Look at the Don, Donald Trump comments last week. Like, just... Yeah, apparently because you're famous, you can do whatever you want to women. Right. And, and ironically, I've seen some people who have been jumping on the fact that Donald Trump said that and saying, oh, Donald Trump, he's a horrible man. Like, he shouldn't be able to say this. He shouldn't say that you can grab women and do whatever to them. And then, uh, two, two days later, they're then defending Chet Evans for what he's done on that night. Yeah. Absolute idiots. Are we are we going on to Donald Trump? <laughs> we can. Do. I, do, I don't want it to be. The do- let's let's take let's take the whole world on tonight. <laughs> I'm conscious that it's going to be the Donald Trump week every week, but some of the things he's coming out with now is what, what did he say? He's saying now that 
he thinks he should have a drugs test before every debate because <laughs> yeah. he thinks Hillary's too pumped up and she's on something. Yeah, apparently at the start of the debate she she looks pumped up and ready to go, and then at the end of the debate, surprisingly, you know, an exhausting live kind of ninety-minute debate, she looks tired. What after she's had two hours with Donald Trump giving a grief? Yeah, I think I would be in all. There's only, to be honest, she has a harder job than Donald Trump in those debates because she has to battle an idiot. <laughs> well, I think it, it's it's bizarre because when you think about it, she's actually, you know, a politician, like her or not. Yeah. She's a, had a career as a politician and people view her as a politician. It's almost like Donald Trump gets his own um, gets his own playing field because... Yeah. He's not a politician and he's, he's used to coming out, used to him saying these ridiculous things. So, so when he does it, it's not as impactful. If Hillary was to come out and say, right, I think you're on drugs, Donald, you need a, you, you know, we need to have a drugs test, they'd be, they'd be going balmy. Yeah. He gets a bye because there's nothing ridiculous he can't say that people would just go, yeah, that's a Donald Trump thing to say, that. Absolutely nothing. And this is someone that a bunch of Americans want as the leader of the biggest free power in the world. Mm. And he's not, you know, he's trailing in the polls, but not by, not by much. I think last time I saw it was like nine points, wasn't it, or something? Oh, was it? Which is, which oh, I was, I was quite, it was something I think like, that was after the debate. Right. So he trailed by nine points, I think, at one point. But now he's also saying that the election's rigged against him, so... Yeah. He's in, it's funny, because he's encouraging people to go out and vote, but then again, yeah. the, the person that doesn't think they're going to win probably would do that yeah. more, so... Mm. Not doing it for the right reason. Yeah. I, I, the, uh, there's a clip of Michelle Obama who did a speech this week, and basically her, her speech was quite good. And, and it was it was about the things he said about women and things like that. Uh, but at the end of it, she said, like, encouraging people to vote, just like, a vote for, for Donald Trump or a vote uh, not voting at all is a vote for him anyway. Yeah. Yeah, well, so, potentially. It's, it's interesting because Hillary's not a nice person either, in my opinion. Well, I'm just dated on everyone today, it's great. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> Should we have another song? Let's do it. Yeah. Get your pop shield out. Your PPP. Perfect parachute picture. <laughs> How they come up with these names, I don't know. You listen to The Squeak on 93.2 FM. Keep your tweets coming in on, on Twitter. We are at The Squeak.
perfect parachute picture. Yeah, that's called Faces. They're playing the rocking chair on the 29th, uh, along with And the Hangnails and Heads Off. And only £2 entry for that one, so... Tell us a bit more about them, then, because I've uh, not come across The Sheffield those. band, they've, they've not done much in Sheffield for a while, to be honest, um, but they, they got that new song uh, out, and they're currently touring, so I think they're doing uh, three dates, and the Sheffield one is the homecoming kind of thing. Uh, 29th of October, £2 entry. Nice little fee to get in. Like it. Cool. Like what they're doing. <laughs> Just had a tweet from uh, Carl Maloney. I think we're going back to the uh, scary clown's irrational fears. There is a black scary clown on my driveway. I'm scared. And it's a picture of his cat. Yeah, it's, it's a cat. It's, it's yeah, it's a cat. It's fine. Is it Fernando or is it... Um, what's the other one called? I've forgotten it. The name of his other cat. Terrible. It's in my head. Uh, oh. Oh, it's a silly name, isn't it? Yeah. Well, <laughs> say silly. Yeah, Carl, just the call is silly. Not, not the views of Sheffield Live, just James Hargreaves. Fernando and... Because they're both boys, so it's a girl's name. Yeah. I can't remember. For some reason I've got Rose in my head, but it's not No, Rose. it's not. It begins it's with not. L. I'm sure it does. Does it? Yeah. Carl, tell us what your cat's called. And that isn't a clown, it's, no, it's a, a cat. cat. Should we retweet it? Do it. Yeah. Went to Carl's house the other week. It's quite a nice little house. Is it Lola? No, not quite Lola, is it? Close. Um, yeah, his, his house is literally about <laughs> 20 yards from the house I grew up in. Oh, is it? Yeah. I'm just, sorry, I'm just conscious that Carl's completely hijacked the show with his cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, um, right, so you, you used to live up there then? Yeah, I, gr- I grew up in the house about 20 yards away from his house. Rouser. Rita. I said it was R. There I you told go. you it was L. <laughs> Lita. Lita. That's the Leroy. <laughs> Rita, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, even Faith is, is shouting at us on the tweets now saying it's Cat Rita. Tweets. It's Rita. Wow. We, we get more tweets from people about cats. It's like the internet in, in here, isn't it? Yeah. Like, we just need to do some crazy cat things. Very cat heavy. We call, we call our mum crazy cat lady, you know. Yeah. Because she used to have a lot of cats, cat ornaments, cat. I'd say, what do you want for your birthday, mum? Something cattish. Yeah. Are you going on holiday? Bring me back something cattish. Not even a word, is it? Mum mm. made the word. Apparently Donald Trump likes cats as well. Keeps on grabbing them. Is this the word substitution <laughs> game? <laughs> your, your face. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free 
or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Moving on. Yeah, moving on swiftly. Um, just while we're on, on the subject of presidential candidates, yep. I thought it, I saw something which, which caught caught my attention um, and it was an article on the gifts that um, President Obama received when he was in office well obviously he's still in office um, obviously when people have uh, state visits or whatever oh just had a text in from Joanne Tingle following the cat theme mm-hmm. um, her mum's cat is 22 years old yeah Leo Leo see I remembered that cat name told you it was L. <laughs> yeah that's an L <laughs> definitely L bet me life on it it's L 22 that's Rita. A- Good innings, are not it? It's for a cat. Because I know dogs age seven years faster than humans. Do cats as well? Well... Because that would yeah, make him like 140, 150-odd. A, a bit of a silly myth, though, isn't it? Because, let's face it, they age exactly the same speed that we do. Because well, no. the measurement of time is just the same. No, what internally. So your organs will age seven years quicker. No, That's they what they're not because our well. organs exist exactly the same amount of time as we do. <laughs> No, I don't mean that. It's one that. of those crazy things I don't that people mean say. In t- I don't mean... Yeah. I'm not, I'm not thinking like... I'm not, I'm not, say, I'm not saying the time travellers. Well, he's 105 years in cat years, according to Wow. Joe, so it's true. I think that you should uh, send off and try and get him a letter from the Queen. Yeah. That's something you'd do that and all, isn't it? Oh, you'd, yeah. you'd probably get one. <laughs> yeah. And mm. if I didn't, I would... I would Write a sternly worded letter. I'm glad you said that, and not something else, because we will be we will be killed by the SAS at some point. Yeah, probably. Either that or Chad Evans will sue us first, but whichever. Well, you, I, I, I distance myself immediately. But yeah, some of the gifts that Obama received. Now, what what would you if somebody was coming to visit you? What would you think was a nice gift? Well, if they came to Sheffield, uh, I'd probably give them a, a, a bottle of Henderson's Relish mm-hmm. and bottle of beer. From one of the many breweries that we've got, maybe, uh, and <laughs> some something a stainless steel bracelet from Bailey or Sheffield. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Bit of advertising That's, there. Uh, good thinking. The cable bracelet from Bailey or Sheffield. I'd give him one of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, he's published a list of gifts. Now, one of the things that they've received, both him and the first lady, they've received matching Dutch bicycles. Dutch bicycles. Mm. Which is which is nice, but when it, you know. When is, is a Dutch bicycle just one bicycle? Because when you go Dutch, that's like sharing something, isn't it? Um, is it not the one with two seats and two sets of pedals, but on one bike? Yeah, that's what I'm is thinking. Is that what it is? I don't know. I'm just just in my head, going Dutch is to share something. Like you shared a bill. If you're going Dutch at a restaurant, you're sharing the bill. All oh, right. Well, it will be then, won't it? I would imagine. Yeah. Mm. Hmm, interesting. Dutch bicycle, yeah. So why do they need a matching pair of Dutch bicycles? Well, it can't be then. <laughs> Otherwise it wouldn't be a pair, would it? Maybe for the kids. Have we got, how many kids have we got? I don't know. I should know. I've got the article here. Didn't say. <laughs> well, it was, just, it was just for him and his wife. So the kids aren't allowed on that, yeah. on that basis. Maybe they need it for their uh, secret service agent to ride along with them. Well, King Salman of Saudi um, gave him a, a horse sculpture... Made from gold-plated um, sterling silver diamonds. Don't know what that says. Yellow sapphires, rubies, lots of jewels on it. A horse sculpture. So if, if you think about our herd of Sheffield, yeah. it's just a posher one of them and a different animal. Yeah. I wonder if he wears a t- Where was that? Where? Where did he get it from? Uh, Saudi King Salman. From Saudi. I, w- I wonder if he wears a T-shirt saying, I went to Saudi and all I got was this lousy gold-plated <laughs> elephant. <laughs> it was a horse. It was a horse. Oh, yeah, horse. Well, its value 
was estimated at nearly, well, over half a million dollars. So, wow. Yeah. But he's not allowed to keep all this stuff, is he? It has to go... No, so that's the yeah. thing. So he gets given all these gifts, but he's not allowed to accept it because he's in an official job, so he has yeah. to turn it over to the government. Yeah. Yeah. It's gifts over a certain amount, I well, believe. Well, the Emir of Qatar gave the Obamas two gold-plated bird clock mechanisms worth $110,000 each. I bet wow. that'd be a nice gift, actually. Wow. Yeah. Well, at that price, yeah, but I mean like <laughs> yeah. I mean like to look at I bet they'd be quite nice. Each of the nine inch chaffinches tweets, turns and flaps its wings once per hour. <laughs> Chaffinch. Yeah. Made me laugh. It's it's like when you're standing Orchard Square looking up and you wait every fifteen minutes for the little man to come out in Orchard Square. Have you done that? Like can't, can't say I've no. No, something no. that for some reason we used to do it as kids. We, oh, we right. used to either go to the, the fish tank in the hole in the road when that was there, or we used to go to Orchard Square when that was built and watch the uh, clock man and woman come out every 15 minutes or something. My mum must have been enthralled with us as kids. <sighs> I was going to say, I bet she was just glad to get you out of house. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Well, um, David Cameron, so consider how much those values were. So half a million dollars for the for the horse, uh, $110,000 for the gold-plated chaffinches. <laughs> chaffinches. Chaffinches. Um, David Cameron gave Barack Obama a framed etching of Stonehenge, valued at a mere 1,700 quid. Wow. Still, at 1,700 quid, I'd, I'd take that. Yeah, I think that'd look quite nice above my fireplace, actually. Yeah. Mm. Stonehenge. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> Just singing again. That's yeah. from Spinal Tap. Have you ever seen Spinal No, you've, of course you haven't seen Spinal Tap. Why do I ask this all the time? Don't bother. No. Um, do you know what Prince Harry gave him? Uh, a high five. No, a signed and framed photograph of himself. <laughs> what a lad. But in the report, it's recorded as Prince Henry of Wales. So they got the name wrong in the report anyway. Well, brilliant. Prince Henry of Wales. Yeah. Interesting. Some, some mixed bag of gifts. Just caught my eye. Thought I'd read it out. This is the James Hargreaves DJ One remix. It's Don't Leave Me, Moby and the Void Pacific Choir. Got it right. Just read it off this piece of paper.
DJ One Remix. There's quite a funny story behind that. I was going to say, how did that come about? Tell us. <laughs> it was basically like, you, you can get like uh, stems from various, stems are, are like all the different bits of recording that an artist does for a song. So like you'll get just the guitars, just the drums, just the vocal and stuff like that. Um, and every so often artists will send them out to certain people to remix and right. then, then you submit it and um, then it gets considered for actual release and so I got this and I thought oh it's Moby I used to love Moby I like Moby very much like if you think back to when he did like Go and then he did the Play album and like, uh, We're All Made of Stars is one of my yeah favourites but um, with this one I, I kind of read a bit about what it's all about and he um the whole thing is about uh, animal rights and stuff like that. So oh. the video for the official song has like covert footage of animals being treated badly. And so when I first got it, I thought, oh, I'm going to do this like banging dance remix of that. And then when I, when I thought, actually, it's about animal cruelty, so I don't, don't really want to have some kind of stomping dance tune. So I just stripped it all back, took all the electronic bits out and remixed it into like a punk anthem instead. How long did it take then to do that? Uh, a few hours to do that. 
properly. Well, that's not bad. Obviously, it's all recorded for you, isn't it? So well, yeah, I suppose. It's about then just layering it. Chopping it up and layering it and putting it how you want to. Mm. And then adding any other extra bits you want to. So if you are... So th- so you are a shining example of people that can send music in <laughs> that they've created, basically. Good segue. Yeah, thank you, yeah. So if you are in a band or you know anybody that, that wants the music played on the radio... Get in touch, send it to us at The Squeak, or get in touch with us at The Squeak on Twitter, facebook.com slash The Squeak. Are there any other gems that you've made then, James? Um, not not for years. I used to do it years ago. I'm talking like probably about ten years ago, if, like if not longer. And I just saw this one come up, and I, I only really picked it up because it was Moby. Okay. Moby's a bit of a legend for me. Yeah, is it, have you seen the new Bourne film? No, I've not yet. Because no. he's, uh, he's done another one of the... Um, Extreme Ways remixes for the new film, which is pretty cool. All right, yeah, yeah. Well, he's—I uh, read that interview with him, and he, he says he's no longer commercially viable. So he's, <laughs> he's literally just and Rehashing he knows, his old. Stuff. He knows that, so he's just releasing what he wants to release now. So his latest album, which was out on Friday, is—it's got a lot of Moby type stuff on it, but it's a bit more punkier and a bit more politically motivated. I think. Why is he not commercially viable? He's like 50-odd years old, and he's doing a genre of music which died probably 10 or 15 years ago, didn't it, properly, commercially. Wow. So... It's still got fans, though, haven't it? If you think back to, like, 1999, Play sold, like, 15 million copies or something, and every single song on that was remixed and licensed for TV and film and stuff. Yeah. And then after that, it dropped down to 4 million for his next album, and then, like, just bits and bats for albums since that. Mm. A legendary name, but it just doesn't sell. Music doesn't sell anymore, does it? Well, no, I suppose. I suppose it's a shame because I, you know, I think everyone loves him to do some new stuff, wouldn't they? He's still got fans. Yeah, it's just the way. Just, just dating it. Anyway, um, we'd sort of been mentioning it probably will happen um, from following on from the the EU referendum. World War Three? Um, no, <laughs> no, not quite. The uh, Scottish independence. Nicola Sturgeon saying that she's. Um, well, she's looking at doing another referendum vote. Yeah. She's preparing for it, isn't she? It's, again, an interesting thing because uh, we could all see this coming after the Brexit vote um, and the way that we vote. Like, they, they want to be independent. Why not let them know? Or at least have a proper vote on it. Yeah, I suppose. But it's not... How long is it since we had the last one? A couple of years? Four years, is it? Oh, is it? Oh, God, that's gone quick. Three or four years. Oh, time sure. flies, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she's told the Scottish National Party Conference that a draft bill will be published next week, um, so could potentially have a second vote. But it's also a lot of posturing, because in Westminster they've got a lot of negotiating to do about certain things, so basically Nicola Sturgeon can go to Theresa May now and say, well, if you don't give us what we want, then we're, we're going to put this referendum bill in front of you again. I seem to remember from the last one, there's quite a lot of companies that are based um, in Scotland that would cause problems. Is that right? Yeah, it's, it's exactly the same scenario as the Brexit vote. Just on a smaller scale. Yeah, just on the... Well, for Scotland, it's, it's Scotland was with Britain for a long time. A lot of that was to do with the EU. Like The referendum vote for Scottish independence didn't come sooner because Britain was in the EU. So now Britain has left the EU, then Scotland is like, well, right. if Britain's going to be independent, then we may as well be our own independent country. What do you think will happen? In the short term, not a lot, I think. It's going to be, as I say, a lot of posturing and bargaining behind the scenes at Westminster. 
and lots of threats of, yeah, we'll push, push this bill past you if you don't give us what we want. And I think down the line, eventually, it's going to happen, isn't it? Mm, I don't know. I mean, what, what, will it have much impact for us? Because, you know, it'll still be, still be part of the... Potentially, well, because Scotland is a large part of British economy as well. And then think about it, if Scotland goes independent, then why won't Wales go independent? And let's not even start with the big, like, massive problem that would be Northern Ireland. Mm. It's all a bit depressing, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is indeed, but it's, it's interesting. It's, it's all going to... We're going to have this these kind of conversations for the next 10, 15 years, I reckon. Mm, maybe. That's our life sorted now. <laughs> <laughs> That's did, it. Take it or leave it. Did you see the clip of the guy um, who phoned in to LBC, James O'Brien on LBC, uh, about Brexit and said that he voted for Brexit? No, and I didn't. Didn't. It's really good. Like, search it out. It's James O'Brien on LBC with the guy that was questioned about laws after Brexit and basically said that he initially said he voted to leave the EU because of laws because of European law. Yeah. So James O'Brien said, well, can you point out to me... Which laws what, you went after Yeah, which, which laws you want to want to prevent. Yeah. The guy couldn't answer it. No. And he was like, well, tell you what, I'll give you a chance. Name me one law that you want want to repeal out, coming out of Europe. And he couldn't name anything. And eventually, after seven minutes, it came down to... Actually, he was annoyed with it, immigration. Right. <laughs> okay, so a completely different argument. Yeah, and then he was, his argument about immigration was that he didn't want to go through his town centre and see mobs of immigrants, which begs the question of, how does he know they're immigrants for a start? Mm. And secondly, it's mobs he's scared of, not immigrants. So maybe we should deal with the mobs and not just cut our nose off to spy our face. Yeah, because a lot of people that come here do, do the jobs that we need people to do. Yeah. You know. It's fine, isn't it? It's a very interesting argument. That James O'Brien on LBC is well worth following LBC's Facebook page because his videos are generally brilliant. Unfortunately, you also get Katie Hopkins on there because she's oh, on there now. no, dear. Yeah. Disaster. What Disaster. a horrible woman. She nearly won uh, Celebrity Big Brother a couple of years ago. She actually, you know, I think she did it to sort of show people that she weren't actually as horrible as everyone thinks she is. Yeah. Did you not watch it then, James? No. I watched a bit of that series. Oh, did you? And <laughs> tended to hate her. Yeah. Even more. Oh, right. Bad times. Even more, yeah. What, just worse as the series went on? She's the Ched Evans of women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's just, just, just people. That is some... That is some comparison. The, the annoying thing about her is that she only exists, she's only famous for having an alternative like opinion to other people. And it's not that she believes those opinions generally, I don't think. I think she just says them for the sake of having that opinion. What, just to be, just to be controversial? Yeah. Quite possibly. Carl Maloney's tweeted, he says he loves James O'Brien and recommends his podcasts. I've not listened to his podcasts, so I'll give it a go. Mm. And if you uh, if you haven't come across our podcast, we are on Acast and iTunes. Yeah, search for The Squeak. T-H-E-S-Q-W-E-E-K. I'm glad you spelled it wrong. Yeah, I was going to say. Spelled it wrong, but at least you can remember how to spell it, unlike me. It's all funky. Should we have a bit of... Yeah, funky. At least you can find it, if you spell it right. Yes. Should we have a bit of Otis Mensa? Yeah, a bit of Sheffield hip-hop. Let's do it. Last song of the day before DJ Ski gets here at three. You listen to the squeak. 
As a teen, I spent most of my summers alone. I was writing, I was dreaming, I was working on poems. I didn't have many friends that were calling my phone. Matter of fact, saying that I still don't. No, I've been studying too the culture in hip hop news. I've given most of my life to this music. Some might say it's a nuisance, or some might say it's my muse. I'm most definitely not amused. I've been dodging nooses at night by bumping these songs in the noon. I'm steady trying to be a leader, but my fears are falling. These tears are falling. Of course, I'm not losing my cause or calling, or dimming the right side of my brain that causes this urge of performing. Here's a story of a dream that I found dead in the morgue. I told him, Get up, start walking. No rest for the respiratory, no the rest bikes for the week or the end of the week and every day for me is a Monday so my visions are roaring I give a damn about first impressions welcome to my obsession I guess my only confession is that I think I'm the freshest I could sell my soul for a dream but that won't buy me no seconds and I'd be lying if I said I didn't hide this depression I understand life's a blessing and I'm counting my blessings I've come to think my life's a studio session the problem is too many people want to try my profession I swear that this is my essence you couldn't school me a lesson it's like I'm going round the cycle of infinite regression Trying to implement these methods to share my view of my message It's not about setting records Cause I feel that I was beckoned You see, I think this is my purpose So I'ma make you respect it And this is for all my kids with a dream and a goal Don't let go, keep it afloat Don't go with the flow Know your body's just a vehicle to carry the soul So ensure that your mind is strong enough to paddle the boat Every rhyme has a reason, not every house is a home And everybody gets lonely, so in that you're not alone You can swim against the tide if your spirit's indomitable Persistence is honourable This industry's unconscionable But a driven mind's unstoppable This here's for the culture So don't let them vulture stop you with no obstacles This world will turn you Upside down, inside out, down Your pain is gone, and your will is strong, and your word is bond, and your life is long, and you keep on keeping on, and you keep on keeping on, and on, and you keep on keeping on, and you keep on keeping on, and on, and you keep on keeping on. When everybody says put it down, then you probably should quit. When everybody pulls you down, spiraling deep in a niche The only time I'll happily admit that ignorance is bliss You see, you probably shouldn't ignore them, they don't know how you live The more they prod you with folly, the more they call my Hendrix See, you were born for this, it's a calling caught in a appalling mist Let them taunt you and scorn you, we survived in the depths of this I've got no problem second-guessing the pessimist Along with anybody aiming for anything less than excellence My lethal weapon is intelligence, aggressiveness Shows the weak and who's prevalent This the antidepressant present whenever I step to this This is forever The best of us survived the weather from the beginning Like Genesis, on to the next like Exodus A breath of fresh air that's causing breathlessness This that development like arrested See, I invested in my vision Snarling nickel, all you want, there's no stopping this mission Stairs to the stars filled with snares The start of the day is me starting a sentence These dreams are restless and they're relentless It's mad Upside down, inside out, down and Keep on keeping on, and you keep on 
So, a bit of Sheffield hip-hop there, Otis Mensa, his new uh, EP called Computers Outside is out now. Quite enjoyed that, a bit of a chilled hip-hop rap thing. Yeah, varied, varied show it's been today, but yeah. pretty cool, pretty cool. Where, yeah. can, where can people check them out, James? Uh, Otis Mensa is on, uh, is on Facebook and everywhere as normal, but uh, that EP is out on SoundCloud. So oh, right. You can so you go can and just stream it on there. All for free? Yeah, well, to stream, yeah. Uh, I believe you can buy it on... I think it might be Bandcamp or something, but there you go. Have a look around. So complete. Uh, so all Sheffield bands today. Yeah, yeah. With a with a James Hargreaves with, remix. With with, with with Moby in there. So, so <laughs> oh count, well, yeah. Count yeah. New York as Sheffield. Yeah. yeah. I don't mean Moby. I meant the fact that you remixed it. Obviously, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, DJ Skis here. Um, with time to spare, how you doing? I'm fine, sir. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah. What do you think's apple pie, James? I, I, he nearly called me James. It's got to be little Luke and big James in future. I won't get it. I, I, I loved the apple pie. He's listening. Oh, I loved it. It was, it was really nice. Stop looking at me. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. <laughs> There's a but. There, was a, there isn't. There isn't. He did, did, did say, say earlier in the show I, that that he didn't like cinnamon. I didn't oh. say it in the show. I said it on the way in. I just said nothing on I air. Almost slaved over a hot stove. It was a lovely pie. I liked it. For, for the record, what I, now for the record, I I love all food, <laughs> whether whether it's got you cinnamon in it or not. And you look like you love all food. Exactly. I'm a proper man. You've got a food based t-shirt on. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'd not noticed that. I'm gonna be oh, if we've been for the last hour. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. What have you got coming up on your show then, Rob? Uh, well, you've had all Sheffield bands today. Uh, it's Black History Month, so I'm having all. UK-based uh, reggae artists from the specials mm. through to Steel Pulse, Peter Aswad, Musical Youth, oh, uh, nice. UB40. Oh. Well, if you if uh, that's what a lot of people think, but the first album, 1980, signing off. You ever heard that album? Yes. No. Yeah. That is an unbelievable album. I think that is one of the best albums of that year of all genres. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Have a listen. It's a really good album. I've got two tracks from there. Now, I mean, the thing about UB40, yeah, they're very commercial. Hmm. Um, but they helped a lot of old Jamaican artists get royalties from songs that people thought were never existed or were dead. So that's why I like them. But I don't play a lot of this stuff. Cool. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. Well, DJ Ski's it's up a good lineup of music, that, for today. Yeah, stay D- tuned. DJ Ski is one of the better, best shows on uh, Sheffield Live, I think. I think so. Um, well, I think... <laughs> DJ Ski thinks so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd, pr- I'd probably say, you know... Us, DJ Ski and Paul Sellers. Yeah, Sundays on yeah. Sheffield Live. Sundays. Well, up there with me. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> oh. Hey, we get at least three listeners I might get, every week. I might get between two and four. I had something from Spain last week. Did you? Yeah. Spain, wow. We get people from uh, Macedonia. I have people in Poland. We get people from Bosnia. I have people in Jamaica. <laughs> you win. <laughs> <laughs> wow excellent excellent it's a competition you know that's... apparently it is no no stay tuned if you've got uh, if you if you're still in on your Sunday afternoon then uh, stay tuned for DJ Ski time for us to go uh, we're back next week same time 2 o'clock if you've missed us catch us on the podcast bye tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts good news ad free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. 
That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.